Testing, testing, one, two, three. Are you good? You got it? I am good, sir. I All am right. great. Let's go. Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I'm Merrick. And I'm Jason. Glad you guys are with us once again. Yeah, welcome back to Pardon the Intermission, where we talk about pop culture, TV, movies, film, and everything somewhere in between, and off to the left and off to the right, stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. All things. Good one, that that was a good one, yeah. Right, I can't believe I remember that chant. We have to to do like a rap, we're going to have to do like a Pardon the Intermission rap, have you in charge of it. Stand up, (laughs) sit down. (laughs) Fight, fight, fight. Pardon the intermission. Talking all things entertainment. Pardon the intermission. Pop culture TV and a whole lot more. Okay, enough of that. Yeah, you guys didn't pay to come see Ozfest. You came. You, you guys are listening. Yeah, Ozfest. It's not even Ozfest. It's called Eric and Jason Fest. Yeah, I'm trying to think. That'd be more like, uh, what are we doing here? Uh, public Enemy. I'm trying to think of some rap. I can't even. Oh my exactly. gosh. Exactly. This is like supposed freezing. to be a podcast about TV and film. We could talk no. about rap. I'm, uh, I guess we could. Couldn't yeah. we? Yeah. It'd be more like Eminem, or uh, I mean, we're doing a little. Uh, It'd be like Eminem, Snoop Doggy Dog, Snoop Dog. That's yeah. right, Eminem, Snoop Dog. That guy has made you know. Speaking of that, that guy's made a huge career. It's like I see him on almost every commercial now. <laughs> he's all over the place. Yeah, you know, he's literally like an entrepreneur now. Yeah, Snoop. When you think about it, because yeah. he had he's had his hand in so many different business ventures, and after his music career, like he's been involved in sports ownership, he's been involved mm. in uh, business partnerships with a lot of popular uh, restaurants nationwide and food companies, and he also yeah. is, he he's a major endorser for a lot of public companies too, like especially Corona, alcohol companies like Corona. And stuff like that. So yeah, Snoop has turned himself into one heck of a uh, a nice little businessman. Well, you know, when you, when you got that, when you got a lot of money, you got to do something with it, I guess, right? I mean, you can't just sit on it because they'll tax you to death anyway and take it all away. So I guess you could throw it at a whole bunch you of can. venture capitalists. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not going to get into that. Yeah, yeah, that was no from. Uh, we actually, actually, it was pretty cool. We did a. Uh, um, now I do, I do. I'm on another podcast uh, yes. called the No Focus Radio Hour. And Great we do, podcast. We advertise it. Yeah. We advertise it in our show. But you were actually. On on there too recently well yes. you did yeah we did two shows over there we did and uh, you were able to do them uh, with with yes. the uh, no focus group so absolutely so that is a little teaser of what we talked about over there with the venture capitalist if you yes. guys want to go check that out <laughs> all the podcasting apps uh, no focus radio hour you can yes. also go to nofocusradio.com all the links are there um, but yeah, yeah. So it was kind of cool, man, to have to have uh, all of us together, and we didn't. We discussed a little bit of entertainment. We, uh, we got a little bit of entertainment in there, but we also discussed a lot of other things on on those uh, two shows, which yeah. was fun. Yeah, and that's what I liked about it the most was the fact that we we could just kind of get away from our 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 comfortable norm, Eric, which is you and I talking on this show about TV, entertainment, pop culture. Yeah, and we had a chance to talk about some things that were related to the communities that we all live in, and yep. not yep. only just politically but socially and financially as well. So it was kind of a hodgepodge of a number of different topics, which we all opined on. And uh, yeah, it was really great. I mean, it felt good to talk about other stuff 
besides the things that bring us enjoyment in life. So yeah, I had, yeah. A, I had a great time being on the show with you and Max and Marty. So it was a lot of fun and I hope well, it, it, it was again fun sometime. to have you on there, man. I'm glad you're able to, to get in there with us. Yeah, uh, it was great. You know, I'm looking so. forward to mixing it up again. Sometime. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get you back in there. <laughs> right. Um, on. And, and it's fun. As like you say, just real quick too, uh, you know, it's kind of fun to kind of, cause we, we listen, we, we love talking about entertainment, yeah. but we also have a lot of different other interests too. So it's kind of fun to bring we all do. that out in that in, in the uh, no focus uh, yeah. podcast. So yeah. hey, anyway, uh, let's get on with our show. Great show. Hey, yeah. uh, you've uh, uh, got the Facebook page people can visit. Yes, we do the Facebook page. You can find us at Pardon the Intermission, and not only do I repost links to shows that we've already done, I also post links to our our archive section that you can find where you can download our shows on the Apple Store and Google Play as well. Oh, I also awesome. I also post links to a lot of the stories that we discuss on this show, so that way you guys have something to reference there. And on occasion, I'll throw out a little uh, extra kind of uh, bonus nugget or tidbit. Like for example, uh, one of the posts I came out with earlier this week was uh, a for Memorial Day weekend, mm. uh, just asked if everybody was enjoying their Memorial Day weekend, and if I asked if anyone was watching any good movies this weekend and uh, or ah. last weekend, and if you were, drop something in the comment feed and let us know if you want us to discuss it. Obviously, nobody did, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on, you guys I know. out there, get we wet that Mac, get wet yeah, that. We got it. We got to so. get it. Well, and we also have uh, our Twitter, Twitter space, yeah, Twitter account. So that's uh, PTI yeah. underscore podcast. podcast uh, yeah. So part, for pardoning your mission. Yes. So um, yeah. So we also post stuff over there. So you guys yeah. can check us out. And, yeah. A number uh, of ways to follow us there. And uh, I'm thinking about maybe talking to you yeah. later on about doing a website, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, we're gonna we're gonna have to yeah. I yeah I've, I've thought about that too so yeah, yeah we'll definitely talk about that yeah um that's an interesting point too uh, Memorial Day I wonder what good yeah. Memorial Day movies uh, would have been out there and people could watch well you know I they're not really I mean there were a couple of action films I think that were in the theaters but I actually went, stayed at home and streamed some of my favorite war films mm. uh, and I I use that term loosely because I have the utmost respect for the men and women who serve in the military who have served and of course yeah. who died to give us this wonderful freedom that we have Eric to discuss our favorite things on pardon the intermission but you know I sat I had a chance to watch uh, the movie platoon which was um, a movie of course about the Vietnam conflict and that yes. means that means a lot to me personally because my father's a Vietnam veteran mm. he was a door gunner on a Huey for the first six oh and a half gosh, months of his tour wow. yeah seriously and then he uh, the final six months of his tour he was in an infantry unit that escorted a tank division and wow. so yeah that movie means a lot to me personally and I also watched saving private Ryan and then I watched that's a great one Saving very, Private Ryan too you yeah. gotta watch well, they that both are Platoon. They, they both are it's yeah. funny I was just talking yeah. to someone today about we were talking about uh, uh, Vietnam uh, movies and Platoon you know we were talking about Platoon yeah. we were talking about Apocalypse Now oh yeah great. Um, another great one yeah what's the other one there's another oh the Kubrick Full Metal Jacket Full Metal Jacket I yeah. watched that one Wow. And then I also watched one actually on Disney Plus. Hello. I watched one called Red Tails, which is based hmm. on the true life story of the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, okay. Who wow. were that first group of uh, African American uh, pilots during World War II that saw extensive action during uh, towards yeah. the end of World War II. And I, and I think those guys, too, I mean, because, you know, back then, I mean, they wanted to prove themselves. I mean, and they were even better than all the other pilots. I mean, it, yeah. it was, I mean, it was an amazing outfit. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I got to watch that then. I, I didn't, I need to watch that one. Maybe we'll do a review on it or something. I think we should. Um, yeah, I let's see. I watched Nope. It wasn't a. 
<laughs> nope, you didn't. Nope, <laughs> wasn't a Memorial Day movie. Nope, but nope, 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 nope. You know, I had a question for you though. Yeah. Uh, going back, if you don't mind, uh, and then we'll get it. We'll get into entertainment, folks. Sure, probably yeah. just just humorous for a second. Please. Does your dad ever talk? I know a lot of Vietnam vets. Mm-hmm. They don't like to talk about their experience. Yeah. What about your dad? Does he ever really talk about it to you, or doesn't? Not openly. Okay. And yeah. I, I don't, uh, I don't. I don't openly broach him about the topic. Of course, my dad and I have a very complicated relationship to begin with. Uh, we've always, um, it's always been a very tenuous relationship mm. for the both of us. Okay. And <clears throat> part of that is due to the fact that he was, he also came from an abusive household when he was a kid. Mm. He is one of, I think he's the middle child of five. So wow. he and his brothers and sisters, when they weren't being abused by my grandfather, when he wasn't slapping them with a belt or a two by four or something, he was reminding them every day what a burden in his life they were. But oh, um, man. but my father also did your, did your grandfather serve in World War II? He did. He fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Mm. But one of my grandfathers did. My other grandfather, who I had a really good relationship with, served in the Navy towards the end of World War II. Oh, I wonder. I wonder if that affected but, him. You know, I think I, a lot of people come back from the wars PTSD. and they're just not the same. They're not the same people that yeah. they were. Yeah. My, my father had. My father has been diagnosed with PTSD ever since he was done with the war, and okay. he's now starting to feel some lingering health effects as a result of possible exposure to Agent Orange. So, uh, Ooh, yeah. So, so yeah, that's I, a big one. Yeah. He, he never openly talks about his war experience. And again, I never broach, I never broach it with him. I just, um, I figure it's a part of his life that he hasn't made peace with it. He just, uh, it still causes him a great amount of pain. And yeah. so I don't want to ever really make him rehash well, that pain, you know, and, and, I, and, and to reiterate what you said earlier, and yes, thank you to all the men and women that serve yeah. out there and, yeah. and that have mm-hmm. served in the past and have given their lives. I mean, it's, you know, we're able to sit here and, and enjoy the freedoms that we have today because of what they went through. And just like we're talking about, I mean, what they went through and, and I know yeah. Memorial Day is for the people that gave their lives, but even people that yeah. are surviving, um, what they went through, uh, you know, we'll never know. And, and, Hopefully, you know, we won't have to experience, right. um, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it changes them forever. And so, it yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you, I can't say thank you enough to, to Maybe, all you yeah, out there and, and, you know, the, the appreciation that we do have for you, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Too. So, Hey, we will move on. Yeah, um, I know this. it's kind of like, okay, why do we, why are we even going right. to talk entertainment now after all that? But no, that's the show folks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, we will move on. Interestingly yeah. enough, speaking of uh, watching movies and streaming here, yeah. Netflix uh, apparently has finally, finally made good <clears throat> on their promise or threat mm-hmm. of uh, clamping down on the password <laughs> sharing. It's about huh? time. Yeah, I was yeah. Wonder, I was wondering if it was just a one big uh, one big uh, peeing contest with Netflix <laughs> here. It looks like they're putting actions to words. Yeah, so uh, you had an article here from NPR that yeah. basically said uh, a title of his Netflix has officially begun its plan to make users pay extra for password sharing. Yep. So what do you think about this and Netflix uh, uh, stopping this? I, I mean, I read the article. A lot of people are upset, of course. Yep. Um, do you think they're justified or do you think, you know what, people, it's about time you, you, you pay your fair share here? Well, I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest with you, because, you know, like everybody else, we are sick and tired of having to pay an exorbitant amount of money just for the entertainment that we enjoy watching. Because like for me, me, for example, Eric, my family subscribes to five different streaming channels and we pay on average between $7.99 to $14.99 for for all five of them. Uh So combined, you're looking at anywhere between close to $80-90 with, with the taxes included. For, well, maybe not that much, maybe about closer to 60, you know, for yeah. all of them combined. But the point being is that people are so sick and tired of having to pay for 10, 12, 14, 20, 30 different apps just to stream what they want to stream. That's why they went to password sharing in the first place, you know. Mm, yeah. And so I understand that aspect of it because I'm part of that argument. 
I also understand Netflix wanting to do this because they have been losing subscribers. And one of the yeah. reasons why they've been losing subscribers is because they found it convenient to increase their membership fees every two or three years. And their main excuse for doing that was, well, we need to offset the cost of production for all the local content that we've been producing, which is true. You got to pay for all that locally produced content somehow. Yeah. But now Netflix recently within the last six months has come out and said, okay, we're slashing our budget for locally produced or uh, locally produced content like the movies that like power of the dog and stuff that they've done. So they're slashing their budget on that. And as a result, uh, they've had to go in and redo a couple of things and rethink how they do their membership fees. And this is one of the reasons why. And so by clamping down on password sharing, while at the same time lowering your prices there a little bit, I think they're kind of hoping that they can go back and reinvent the wheels, so to speak, yeah. to see what might work best for them. I don't know. What do you think? Is that kind of a fair assessment, or do you have a different assessment? Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, same, I'm, I'm on the same, along the same lines as what you were saying there, my, yeah. my thinking. I mean, I, I think, yes. I mean, I think they were, um, you know, the thing is they, they weren't worried about the password stuff when times were good. Right, right. And then, of course, you know, when we had the, the shutdown um, and, no, you know, everybody just was at home, I mean, everything yeah. was great. Because everybody was subscribing because they had nothing else to do. Yeah. So that that boosted it even more. Right. And so yes, they did get people used to this idea. But at the same yeah. time, I think of course people are taking advantage of it. I mean, I think let's be too, yeah. honest. And I do agree with you. You know, we talked about this before. That you know, as far as the the uh, streaming services, at first I thought it was a great idea. Now I see I see it's not a great idea anymore because. You have to have so many of these different services yeah. to get all the content you want, and it and it is a lot of money. So as far as the consumer's point, I understand why they're upset, mm -hmm. and specifically with Netflix, you know, they're used to having the password and being able to have all these people on their account and watch it. You know, for essentially it's a low price, right? You have yep. six people <laughs> and you're splitting fifteen ninety nine uh, between mm -hmm. six people. That's pretty cheap. Yeah, but. Um, but yes, at the same time, I, I totally understand why Netflix is doing this. Mm -hmm. I mean, they can't, you know, it's run out. The, the, the good times are gone. Credits dried up. Um, you know, we're, we talked about yeah. before, we're in a recession, and, yeah. and they're having to, to really slash their bu budget yeah. to survive yeah. and content, too, and, yeah. and, the, and the money they put into the yeah. new content. In this article by NPR, Eric, it's interesting here. It says, according to the company, the company being Netflix, more than 100 million households participate in password sharing. And it mm. alone, Netflix, had 232.5 million subscribers as of April. So Netflix had actually previously tested out paid password sharing in international markets such as Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru in 2022. And then also the article goes on to say that earlier this year, the company expanded its paid account sharing into Canada, New Zealand, Portugal, Chile, and Spain. And the company said it had positive results in a letter to shareholders at the end of the first quarter of this year. Okay. So it sounds like... They're experimenting with ways to make password sharing a little bit more amenable to both the, cu the customer and the company, but still at the same time, who's going to want to come back and do paid password sharing? And then how well, is that going to be divvied up? I mean, how do you determine who pays for the password sharing? Okay, so I, I think I think how the structure works in here, if I read in the article correctly, mm -hmm. so it'll be like, at least in our country, it would be uh, $15.99, let's say, for their mm -hmm. their main service that sure. the premium i think is 1999 right correct but 1599 for the main and then i think if you want to share outside of the household i think you get up to you get up to five more 
people you can put on for uh, six ninety nine. Yeah, it says here account holders can add more people outside of the household area for an extra seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Okay. Yes, or they can use the transfer profile feature to prompt extra users to make their own accounts that they pay for for Netflix. And uh, Netflix said on when this article came out. Okay, so there's how you're going to do the password sharing then. Well, okay. okay, so what is that? So let, let's just say if you have the, the regular, yeah. I mean, let's just do let's, it quickly, yeah, let's do right? Some so it's fifteen ninety nine yeah. plus mm-hmm. uh seven ninety nine. That's mm-hmm. twenty three ninety eight a month. Okay, twenty four dollars, right? Okay, yeah. So let's just round it to twenty four. So twenty four sure. and how many people can you have on that? Uh, it doesn't say how it doesn't say like a maximum amount of people you can have. It just says you can add more people for an extra seven ninety nine a month. So add seven ninety nine. Well, I was just gonna say let's just say five people. Let's say there's there's On there's, okay. there's three three people in the household and then two sure. people outside the household. We're not sure exactly on the number as far as how many you can have. Right. Right. But let's just say that that comes to for each person four eighty. Four dollars and eighty cents. Um, yeah, a month. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, in, in, in reality, not that everybody's going to pay separately, but I mean, if right. if you break down the math, it's really not that bad, right? Okay. Yeah. No, it's not. I mean, for get for what you're going to get with uh, just the regular movies that they stream, in addition to all the local content that they've done, yeah. you know, all the local produced movies that they have made. So I guess that that's a pretty good bargain. Now, now yeah. I think for for people going back, and we talked about this on previous podcast. If you if you uh, if you go to their ad based tier service, you go to their ad based yeah. service. Not all the content, because of licensing reasons, was available. So sure. to get all the mm-hmm. content, you had to go to the fifteen ninety nine, and I'm not sure what you what more you get with the nineteen. But anyway, you had to go with the non ad to get all the right. content on the on the platform. Yeah. So just keep in mind, folks, if you want to do that, that the ad based will not give you all the content. There may be some stuff missing. and I'm not sure. It was licensing agreements. So I, I can't remember. They can go back and listen to the other one <laughs> to find out yeah, right. what it was. Might have but, to do um, that. <laughs> and it may have changed. I don't know for sure. Um, yeah. It doesn't say here in the article. But but yeah, I mean, in the scope of things, it's not that bad. Now, I do no. understand, though, on the consumer side, people being upset because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, but 23 bucks and then I got to, you know, I'm, I'm paying, you know, for Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. What, they're going up to to five ninety nine. I think. from we, had, we have another article about Showtime and Paramount um, they're gonna combining. Be, they're going to be merging really soon yeah yeah and they're going up to i think f- they're right now they're 4.99 they're only going to go up a dollar but 5.99 yeah. um you got max that was hbo max and, and, and hbo conversion they yeah. reformed and became just max just max yeah yeah and i and, and, and they haven't an, and i'm not sure their price i think their ad is uh is their ad base 9.99 i think a month and it's either 9.99 or 10.99 a month yeah and I pay I pay right now uh, nine ninety nine because that's the ad based. That's uh, no, it's the non ad based. Oh, so my price hasn't increased yet. So you were grandfathered in. I was grandfathered in. Yeah. Oh, so nice. the way it worked out is with current HBO Max customers, uh, they didn't have to go back and recreate a new account. The way it worked is when the the Max transition began, uh, actually effective as of Monday of this week, um, as of the recording of this broadcast. Uh, what they did was, uh, again, yeah, like you said, they grandfathered in accounts into Mac. So all you had to do was go in and download the Mac's app, okay. and all of your account information transferred yeah. over. And that included every movie that you had watched that you saved in a play in a previously saved playlist. 
everything got yeah, transitioned I think we over. updated the app. I think yeah. we just uh, had to update it. And then, like you said, everything came over and that, came Yeah, through. that's exactly what they did. Um, now, I know HBO is because is, it's happened to us. Like, mm-hmm. if you use a VPN or anything on your mm-hmm. internet service and it looks like you're not at home, right. it, it won't work. Nope, you know? that's so, correct. Yeah, so, I mean, I, they, they won't even let you go out. And I think with that's Netflix nice. also, I, I remember in the past they said, I don't know if they're going to be true to that, but they also said that if you were... If you're just a regular subscriber um, and you're going to be out of the area, mm-hmm. like if you're going on vacation and you want to use your Netflix out there, then you can get like a two week or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what do they What do they call it? You know, they'll give you a pass for two weeks to use yeah. it somewhere else. But then after it expires, if you're going to be out longer, you just request another one. Right. I, I don't know exactly how that all is going to work, but anyway, they were supposed to be able to make yeah. that available to the customer. So. I don't know. I mean, in the scheme of things, I understand, you know, I think with consumers, we're just going to have to suck it up and just and just make choices. You know, we're not going to be able to have everything all at once, all the time. Right. Uh, whatever that movie was called. Was it everything all at once, all the time, every day, every night, yeah. every hour? Everything all at once, all the time from last week, from a month ago, dated last year, from five years ago, we're, we're, something like that. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to we're basically going to have to make a choice. I mean, and, and I'm, you know, to be honest, I'm looking at it, too, and I'm like, you know, I may right now there's nothing on Netflix really that we're watching i may i may ditch netflix for a while and then when like because of the writer's strike they're not doing stranger things for a while whenever they get the the last season of stranger things going then maybe i'll come back on or if there's something else but you know i think we're just gonna have to make choices people i I think that's just how it's gonna work yeah and you know for me personally i mean i i will admit that as much as i enjoy watching movies and tv shows and streaming all of these my favorite shows I will admit that there is just all too much content out there. Yeah. And so I have to be a really huge um, selective, meticulous shopper when I say, okay, what are the apps that I know I'm going to watch the most and which ones can I absolutely live without? Well, when I compare and contrast, I notice that um, much, much of what you can watch on, say, Max now you can also watch on Showtime, and you can watch on Paramount Plus. Not all, but most of it. And then what you can also watch on Max, you can also catch a little bit of on Tubi, which mm, lets you watch yeah. movies and TV shows for free with the ads included. Yeah, I'm sure eventually it, Tubi does offer a premium service that you have to pay to do that. But the point being is that because a lot of these movies and TV shows um, are the same uh, because a lot of the same movies and TV shows stream on multiple platforms. You mm. don't need to pay money for five platforms to watch the same movies on five different platforms. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I have to kind of sit back and really logically deduce. Okay, do I need this? Do I need this one? Do I need this one? Do I need this one? Nope, 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 nope. And then of course I have to make sure that it fits into my budget still too. Well, and and well, you know, it's funny you were saying. And when we started this podcast, you know, I was thinking, hey, you know, we're gonna, I'm gonna sit down, we're gonna watch all this content and, yeah. and give reviews on content. But you know. That's just not feasible. You can't, like you're saying, there is so much content so much out, out there, there and, there's, yeah. and, and they're still producing a lot of new shows. Yeah. I mean, even though the, the writer strike's happening right now, I mean, there's still a lot of stuff I think that was on the way in, so yeah. they still have a lot of content left yeah. to, to throw out there at us. Yep. And you just can't do it. You can't keep up with all these shows. I mean, I tried, and there's just not enough hours in the day. I mean, we have lives and jobs outside of this. Exactly. Just, it's, it's so hard. Um, to do it. And then when you do, and, and, and as far as, you know, when you do try to watch the show, you want to, you want to be very particular because you don't want to just waste your time. Right. I mean, just even as just a consumer, not because of the podcast, but as a consumer, you want to, you want to, you don't want to waste your time. And if something's bad, it's like, yeah, forget it. I got to go on to the next thing. Yep. You know, so people aren't just as inclined to watch a bad, uh, bad shows, but yep. 
Um, moving on here also, though, uh, you know, since Netflix did this uh, and it's been in the news, uh, you had a little story here about Blockbuster uh, <laughs> taking a couple <laughs> shots at uh, Netflix. What, what's going on here? Yeah. So, okay. Upon the, hearing the news that Netflix was going to this restructuring of the password sharing and everything else, Blockbuster, who knew they even still had a presence anywhere in the American business landscape? So Blockbuster decided... <laughs> making to, a comeback. That I, I smell it right now, man. Let's restructure the whole company now. So obviously we know, again, because Netflix is starting to change subscribers who share the platforms between households, Blockbuster decided to poke a little fun at Netflix on social media. I didn't even know they had a Twitter account, Eric. <laughs> That's how I first found out about That's this. And funny. then when I read this story on comicbook.com, I said, hey, this is a story I saw on Twitter. So apparently what Blockbuster did is some some genius decided to, to tweet on their Twitter account, and I quote, a friendly reminder that when you used to rent videos from us, we didn't care who you shared it with as long as you returned it on time. The yep. account tweeted over a week ago before directly tagging the primary Netflix account in the tweet. And I thought that is, I thought that is hilarious. That's pretty funny. I think it is pretty hilarious because... First of all, Blockbuster's got a lot of huevos doing that, considering they're not in business anymore. I mean, <laughs> well, I think, except they for trying one, to make a comeback, or they something? were trying to make a little comeback, except yeah. for the one independently family-owned store up in Oregon somewhere. Yeah, that's the only semblance. It's the of last block, a Blockbuster, the very last there's Blockbuster. movie about there's it. Yeah. Actor, whoa, you're right. Ironically, yeah. there's a show about the last Blockbuster yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, oh, talk about right. talk about biting the hand. Well, there's a show you. about it, like a comedy show, but there's also yeah. like a documentary, I think, about yes. the the lack last uh, yeah. blockbuster and kind of the whole the, what right. happened to them as a, as a uh, yeah. company but oh i thought this was pretty funny too but you know <laughs> I I, you know what it did is it kind of reminded yeah. me and, and unfortunately i mean you know with this with a new generation of people they're growing up different like my daughter's right. all you know the streaming this is what she's mm -hmm. used to but yeah. you know i i gotta tell you man i do miss those days um that we used to go physically go to a store we kind of talked about this i don't know if we talked about it on air if we talked about it off mm -hmm. um at the other podcast you know, yeah. to physically go to, to a, a video rental store and actually pick out it that that was part of a whole it was a part of a whole uh, mm -hmm. thing that you just did on like a Friday or Saturday night. You know, yeah. you would go to the blockbuster, you would pick out a movie, you know, uh, with your wife or, you know, mm -hmm. whoever, girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, mom, dad, all this stuff. Yeah, you, you would go. The family would go. Uh, you would pick out you would pick out a movie. The family would go. You'd pick out a movie, and you would end up um, uh, getting some dinner, and then taking it home and and watching. Yeah, yeah. Watching a show. It, we don't have that anymore in this culture, and and no. I do. You know, I'm used to that. I do miss it. I I really do. Yeah, I do too. I would always go in there on a Thursday night or a Friday night, and I would just spend hours upon hours just kind of just looking at the different video selections. like, And I remember they used to have it nice and segmented where they would have all the new releases against one yeah. wall. And then if you wanted to rent some older films, they had it all sectioned off by genre, you know, science fiction, action, drama, so on and so forth. But then on the way out, as you were getting ready to check out with your movie in hand, you could either choose between a big box of M&Ms or Jujubees oh, yeah, or whatever. Oh, yeah, they had all the candy all on the there. All the candy yeah. there yeah. off to the left. And then you can get some... Uh, some um, 
some microwave popcorn, Orville Redenbacher microwave popcorn there. You can get like some grab bags and then you can get some other goodies there too. So I think at one time they started yeah. even selling toys, collectibles yeah, I, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like kazoos or something. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> well, it was like collectibles. It was like, you know, you get, you know, it's kind of like now, right. you know, you'd have the Funko Pops. It'd be, it'd yeah. be the equivalent of that, like little, little collectibles, right. you know. But, it, but, you know, the word I was looking for is ritual. It was kind of a ritual, it was, yeah. you know, that, that we would do that as a culture, yeah. um, you know, on a Friday, Saturday night, go rent a movie. And I also made the point, too, is that, you know, you were very selective. Like, you know, you would go, you're picking the movie out. And you and you would watch it because you you're paying for that movie, so you yeah. would watch it. You know now yep. it's so funny. I mean, I, I was I was uh, telling you guys that it's like you know now I'm just sitting there at night and with the family and you're just sitting on the couch and it's like you're scrolling through. What are we gonna watch? What are we gonna watch? And then by the time it's time for everyone to go to bed, you know because yep. and nobody's picked a movie. We haven't watched anything yet. Exactly. We've been scrolling the whole time. We can't make yeah. a decision. Like you said earlier, it's too much. Almost it's too much yeah. out there. You would pick them one movie, the family would sit down and watch it. I mean, that's just what you did. So Yeah, and yeah. then when you were done watching them, you would be kind and rewind, and you drive... <laughs> if you had to. If well, you not had in to, the yeah. DVD days, you didn't not have to. Not the DVD days, Back right. Back in the old days of VHS. VHS and beta, yeah. You yeah. could even rent a beta player at Blockbuster back in the day. You could. You it was, it's one. funny. Well, I think you could rent a DVD player, too, at you one could, point. You could, yeah, and a VCR yeah. if you needed to. Yeah, also. and a VCR way back yeah. in the day, yeah. But, but I, I especially liked returning the videos in the Dropbox slot that they had outside the front. Oh, Oh, yeah. there you know i'd always open that dropbox slot and just kind of shove it in there nice and hard and <laughs> well say, you know to you go, go to go even <laughs> further back i mean yes it did got get kind of corporatized and blockbuster and hollywood video took over the space but yeah. i mean i remember i mean in the very beginning it was the mom and pop video stores yeah and and you would call up now when they had blockbusters you would have yeah. like they have a new release they'd yeah. get 20 or 30 new releases Back yeah. in the days of mom and pop, you're lucky if you got two or three of the new releases, right? Yep. And you would call them up and you'd be like, hey, can you guys put on hold for me, you know, the, the new movie? That's and then they'd be do. like, okay, we'll hold it for an hour or you come down here and get right. it or else we're, you know. I remember one particular mom and pop store we had up here it was called Premier Video. Okay, yeah. There was a Premier Video not too far from where you live here. And so I would actually... I would go to that premiere video more than I would Blockbuster because by mm. the time like I wanted to go and rent uh, the biggest block block uh, box office Blockbuster that yeah. just was re recently released, by the time I got out to Blockbuster, it was already rented out. And so mm. Premiere would have more copies on hand than what Blockbuster did. And so I would always jam down to Premiere first and rent it out there. Oh, wow. So yeah. I kind of ditched Blockbuster when I <laughs> when supplies were limited, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So it worked at, well, because having the Blockbuster in town, that worked right. in your favor, right? Everybody gravitated towards that. Yeah. Right, exactly. If they ever, let's just say this, it's never going to happen, but let's just no. say in, in, a, in a different world, in a, in a different uh, timeline in the multiverse, yeah, ooh, if they still, ha like if that. they brought back uh, Blockbuster or brought back that the DVD chain, yeah. would you go back and rent there or would you, because of streaming, you'd be like, you know what, really, that's just not feasible for me. I love nostalgia. I would go back there and rent would in you? a heartbeat. Wow. Yes, I, I would because, I, again, I do miss those days where I could pick up the video, hold it in my hand, and read the synopsis on the back of the case. Yeah. And just enjoy reading about what the movie was going to be about. So, yeah, I would well, absolutely do that. And, and, you know, the other thing, too, is that where the uh, uh, the VH, well, back in the VHS days, but then yeah. also in the DVD, but the cover art meant so much, right? Right, yeah. Because it could be the yeah. crappiest movie, but, I mean, if that cover art was so good, you're like, yep. oh, okay, I, I got to watch it, you know? It's, yeah, this, like, exactly. The cover art's so awesome. I mean, I got to see this thing. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, 
Fun yeah. times, fun times. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it'll ever happen. But no. I will say that I, I do go. I mean, like I told you before, I'm getting back into the DVD uh, buying them. You know, oh, I they're, know they're you so are. cheap now that, know, you know, right? it's like, oh, I can just go buy them, which is kind of cool, you know. Mm. And I am watching them. I'm not just buying them and putting them on a shelf. Yeah. I am watching them. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. Cool. Fun yeah. times. Maybe, maybe someday they'll come back, you know, maybe... Probably not. Once in a generation. A I different. Guess. I don't a, know. We'll have to go to a different multiverse. We will. <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, hey, that's the button you're looking for. <laughs> that's the right button. I got so nostalgic, teary-eyed for the Whoa. blockbuster. It messed right. me up there for a second. Hey guys, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. Yep. Remember, check out our social media sites um, and uh, uh, on Facebook at Pardon the Intermission and on Twitter at PTI underscore Podcast. And you guys take care out there. We'll see you on the next one. Yep. See you on the flip side. God bless. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.